I'm Elise Lasky, a senior video director here at Kramer. And I'm Trip Underwood, a creative director at Kramer. And at Kramer, we work with so many incredibly fascinating people from all over multiple industries. We have so many great conversations, many that are just too good to keep to ourselves. So now we're sharing them with the world. Right here from Kramer Studios. This is Pivot Points. Hi, welcome to Pivot Points. My name is Trip Underwood. I'm a creative director here at Kramer. And today I'm joined by my co-host, Abby Reynolds, an account manager here at Kramer. On this episode, we're going to be discussing how to better build bridges between marketing and events. Um, it's not uncommon in our world to see these kind of fake organizational walls come between marketing and events teams. And it's always struck me as kind of odd, personally, because I see events as a live extension of a brand, kind of the same way I see an email campaign as in a digital extension of that brand. So while they might have different practices or, or, or processes, they really are the same in theory. So we're going to talk about how those two teams can kind of work together a little bit more smoothly. Exactly. Today, we want to welcome Kristen Wilson, the Director of Marketing, 3D Experience Works, and SolidWorks at Dassault Systems. She oversees both marketing and event content for the company. Kristen, welcome. Thank you so much. It's really nice to be on this side of the camera. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. we're Next happy to, to have you, you in person. This is amazing. It's, We've it's all great. Spent time on the other side yep. of the camera yes. at various yep. SolidWorks events over the yep. years. Good to Definitely. see you again and in person. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Better our last than the event. Zoom screen, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Kristen, you and I talk in real life, so I kind of already know this story, but um, I think it'd be great for our audience to hear it because I, I do think it's it's interesting. Um, tell me a little bit about that, that aha moment that you had when you really started to think of marketing as this kind of big 360 experience as opposed to these more siloed deliverable-based projects. Sure. So, I mean, we always think about it a little bit. You know, the the marketing team and the event team all roll up to sort of uber marketing. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of part of the same team, but yep. you're right. We sort of do these distinct pieces. And even the event itself has sort of three parts, whether it's 3D Experience World or when it was SolidWorks World. The SolidWorks community is pretty amazing. So the event's really a celebration of that community. It's also a big learning experience. We have tons of training content that people come really to learn and to see their friends. And it's a kickoff. We do a lot of, you know, brand dialogue. We talk about what we're doing in the year to come. We set the stage. We help people realize they have this great partner in SolidWorks and Deso Systems. So it's sort of this, it's a lot of things. Serves a lot of masters, so to speak. Right. And I'm always involved in the kickoff part, like really thinking about how do we tell the brand story? How do we, you know, explain what's happening for the year to come? So that's really my focus. But I read this book over the summer, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. And it's really about gathering of all kind, you know, whether it's a dinner party with some of your friends, whether it's this event, whether it's, you know, a meeting at the UN, really thinking about why are these people coming in a room together and, and how do you serve that? Okay. Big to small, the, inter, the, the human interaction uh, human and, and interaction. what is driving. Yeah, okay, what's the, it's no, that really about the gathering. So that was a, it was a really interesting way to kind of think about the event as a gathering that has these pieces, but it's really all about the, the gathering. It's more of a, uh, the event itself is a marketing tool as opposed to necessarily the marketing that exists within the events. Right. Cool. Yeah. No, I think that's a great way to think yep, about it. Definitely. When we talk about gathering, the thing that I I hear is really breaking down those barriers so that teams can better communicate. And how do we continue to increase communication to better gather our users and attendees? So I think it is having that conversation early and often. Uh, When I think about world, it's a a good event. It could be a lot better, right? It could be a great event. So 
we need to meet early and say, and again, our team, like my marketing team, the event team, the partner team, everybody is these teams that has day jobs. Yep. So the yes. event is something that, you know, it's July, we kind of talk about it. It's October, we're like, oh, hey, we got to go. And then it's a flat out sprint where we all, you know, are kind of create one team again. But we don't talk about the event most of the year. Right. So, I th- yeah, go ahead. I, was, I hate yeah. to cut you off, but no. that idea of, of event content being so deadline driven yeah. as opposed to content that the audience wants to see is so dead on and so not unique to your company. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> and even our yeah. own that we do it professionally. <laughs> yeah. right. Right. But I do think this idea of talking often. Right. And not have it be, I need a theme by Friday or everything falls apart. What's our theme? And we're like, Mm -hmm. hey, what do you think the theme this year should be? Or I was talking to so-and-so in this department and she's really excited about this. And I thought that could be a good theme. Like water cooler talk. Bring it back. I think it's a couple of things, right? We, again, we have this great user community. Mm -hmm. We can use the user community all year long to talk about the event or the event content or Mm -hmm. what we're looking for. We can use them to kind of crowdsource. Yep. You know, what are... What sessions do you want to hear? What keynotes do you want to listen to? I mean, I use the user group sometimes to vet the keynotes. Okay. I mean, we look at some really good ones, but I'm not an engineer. I don't know if it's going to resonate. Mm -hmm. From a marketing perspective, this person sounds great. So we look at that. But I think it's also, it's some of that. We leverage the content throughout the year. But also, if you think about the theme, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's say, I'm going to say something silly. Let's say this year's event is going to be about Valentine's Day. Sure. It's going to be Valentine's. Lovely. So then Perfect. the event team can say, okay, guys, this is what we're doing. It's all about Valentine. Kristen, when you look at general session, who are speakers that can speak about love, speak about relationships? Mm-hmm. Hey, Nick and the partner team, how do you bring people like that to the partner pavilion to exhibit? And so it's more, it's not just, oh, the theme is Imagine and we're just going to use it on the promo and in general session. Mm -hmm. How does that theme or that concept really spread to everything? And I I think an important way to do that, and this is a bit on me as someone that helps comes up with themes, is there's a difference between a theme that sounds good and a theme that sounds good and has actionable items to it. And sometimes it can be, you try to be all things to all people and you end up being nothing to no one. And and that does happen sometimes in our industry. Correct. And I think we we look at the theme and it sort of is really more about, oh, it's a marketing theme for the event, how we market the event, but not a theme where we think about all the pieces. How do we use imagine in the user sessions? How do we use imagine in the playground, for example? But also, you know, what's the journey? If it is a gathering, who's coming to the gathering? Mm-hmm. Right? Is okay, so executives come to the gathering. What does that executive experience look like? And not just, oh, they sit in general session and hear us talk so they know we're good partners, but also, do we have sessions for them? Do we allow them to meet our big CEO? Mm-hmm. Are there other ways for executives to gather? So it's sort of like looking at all those pieces together and, and sort of looking at that journey, but not that journey just for user session or journey for general session? How does that connect the whole mm-hmm. event? And I think we've been doing this event for so long that we all just, we know our pieces, yep. mm-hmm. right? And we go into our pieces. So is it a disconnect of marketing an event or is it sort of, you know, we're kind of stuck in our ways that so we just do our thing. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about internal stakeholders and buy-in. 
because that is also something yes. you and I know well, that yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of very important stakeholders within the C-suite or C-suite sure. adjacent that, as you said, this is not a full-time job for them. So right. they might come in with some real strong opinions without knowing right. big picture stuff yep. or have big access to big picture stuff that the marketing teams don't know about yet. And there's a right, little disconnect right, right. there. Um, any advice that you could give people on how to make that process a little bit smoother, a little bit more efficient, shall we say? I mean, I think it is about those conversations, right? Mm -hmm. If the events team or the event lead is yep. talking to like me, for example, mm -hmm. the, the lead for marketing, maybe we can strategize together. And if we kind of like rising tide lifts all boats, yep. can a few of us who are, are big stakeholders and are active in the event and putting on the event together go to the executives and are aligned, mm -hmm. right? That we think it's going to be Valentine's Day this year. Yep. So how do we sell Valentine's Day as the theme? Or, you know, we want to go really persona focused. So how do we do that? Because if it's just the event person talking in one ear and me talking in the other ear and we're not aligned, we're not going to get that buy-in from the executives. Right. Yeah. The, and it seems like a disjointed message to the executive, you know, the, the devil and angel on the shoulder. Yes. Analogy it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly. being able to make heads or tails out right. of it either. <laughs> and and right. I also think the timing of that message probably matters Correct. too, right? Yeah. You can't just do it in October to your point when it's a full sprint. It's having that foresight to say, let's step back earlier. Right. And I think if I look at, you know, the piece that I generally own, general session, let's say I think this year we should do five general sessions instead of three. Okay. Well, if we have that conversation in October, the events team may have already worked with the user session team to say, nope, we have full three days of user sessions. Right. You can't change general mm -hmm. session. But if we as a team start that conversation in like July, July still may be too late, we can like really look at the event as a whole holistically instead of everybody just bringing their little pieces right. to it. Everybody bring, and I think there's another thing there that sometimes gets lost is this idea of, you can have a great idea on how to change something, mm -hmm. but if that idea has ripple effects for other people's yes. workload, yes. you need to be respectful in how that is. Instead of like, I have this great idea, the work you've done for the past two weeks is out the window. Right. right. It has to be, these ideas have to, you have to, I have this great idea. How can I sell this internally? Right. Not based on the merit of the idea, but on the fact that someone might have to do different work Right. More work. Someone's work might not be used any. I mean, that right. feels terrible too. So that right, idea that you have that understanding of how the, all the pieces work together. Yeah, it's it's a respect, and we shouldn't say that as, as adults and professionals. I think, yeah. but sometimes that get people either get passionate or people right. get deadline scared, and that's when right. you stop thinking about other people's feelings and start worrying about your own. And I think that does yes. so. What advice would you have? So most of our audience listening today is event mm -hmm. staff. So, so our events teams. Yeah, event, yeah. Right. events teams. What advice would you have for them to initiating these conversations with a marketing lead on, on the other side? Well, I think of it, it generally is, right? A, an event lead and a marketing mm -hmm. lead because we are kind of separate. Build that relationship early yeah. and try to talk to that person all the time. Um, you know, like Byron on our events team is the lead for the event. Mm -hmm. We've had four conversations already. And I think if the event person can also offer something, right? The event team has a lot of data, mm -hmm. right? A they lot. know everybody. They know who attended, where they attended from, what their um, what their title is, mm -hmm. what what sessions they went yeah, to, how long they paid attention. How, exactly. So I think if the event person can also offer something, mm -hmm. that then helps me in marketing, right? If we yeah. had all these sessions and everybody just goes to the simulation session then maybe we shouldn't do design sessions, right. Right. for example. So I think if the, if the event person can also come with information mm -hmm. that helps the marketing person, maybe the marketing person's more willing to listen. Yeah. 
And I think also I love this idea of maybe just sharing things that you may like. Like, yeah. hey, I see, you know, the thing on Saturday Night Live was funny the other day. I thought of you. And kind of just sharing little right. bit. Like, then you kind yeah. of start to understand what the other person likes. Oh, for and sure. And it helps, like, synergy starts there. Not everything needs to be work-related. No, right. A work relationship doesn't have to totally be based on on work, per se. And I think that's sure. a great and place I to start. Sure, I think that's any human relationship, mm-hmm. right? Anybody yeah. you work with in the company. And that's why, like, in-person is so much so valuable is that yes. you see somebody in the hallway and yes. you can, you know, yes, did you see Saturday Night Live? Hey, are you watching mm-hmm. March right. Madness or whatever? And you kind of get to know the person so then you can have better work conversations. Absolutely. Um, and then if you would talk to me a little bit about um, using event content in marketing campaigns sure. post-event. I think mm-hmm. okay. everyone mm-hmm. does it. I'm not yes. sure if everyone does it as well or as strategically as I would like to see them doing. So I'm curious. I, I think, and that could be us as well. No, I think you guys, <laughs> you guys do a pretty good job. You're yeah. actually it's one of the ones that I'm like, well, this is what we do for SolidWorks, and I think it could mm-hmm. work here. So I'm just curious to hear your thinking on that. Well, there's a couple pieces, right? There's Content comes in a few different ways. Mm-hmm. We have um, the content from general session, mm-hmm. which – you know, sometimes keynotes you can't continue to use because yep. then they won't get paid for another yep. event. Yep. But um, when our CEO comes on stage and talks about our portfolio or helps to refine the positioning and does it in a really great way, because mm-hmm. we all together spend time really, it, that's the kickoff. We yep. do it really yeah. well. We leverage that keynote from our um, executives over and over. Okay. Right? in marketing, on the website, to say, here's how we describe this concept. Right. So we do that. Um, we also do a live stream. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking about. Yeah. Not only do you leverage the messaging or, or the video itself of the keynote, but you right. leverage the actual CEO to go on a live stream on-site at the event. Let's immediately hit them again with yes. that messaging. Absolutely. So the, we try to sprinkle the messaging in places, but we also can use the live stream content for other things. Right. Yep. It's sort of the story behind mm-hmm. the story. It's John Paulo delivers the strategy, mm-hmm. but then has a personal conversation about how the strategy really applies. And we can use that. And then there are the 200 or so user sessions. Yep. Those are re- it's really good lead gen yep. content as well. Right. So we like sheet metal is very popular for SolidWorks yep. users. We have in the past sent an email that says, OK, grab some popcorn, kick your feet up. Here's an hour and a half session about sheet metal. And it's some of our best performing lead gen. People care about that and they like to watch demos. So Mm -hmm. leveraging that content is really helpful in that way as well from a lead gen perspective. In addition to sort of the thought leadership. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to think of what else we do. Those are a couple big ways. We do a lot with our user group leaders at the event. And social. You're on social social too. Post post event. We're on social pre-event, post-event. During the event. During the (laughs) event, yes. And you guys are, are blessed to have such a devoted audience as Correct. well like yeah. to, to have such such rabid fans so to speak I think makes makes our job a little bit easier but then the pressure's on too like oh. they'll let you know like I've been on some of those user <laughs> yes. boards where they don't love the theme all the time and I'm like well sure. hey Johnny 63 <laughs> from Milwaukee yeah we worked hard on that exactly. one exactly <laughs> I mean it's funny we had a conversation the other day about looking at some of the data behind the event mm-hmm. survey and, you know, people who fill out surveys are either very happy or very upset. <laughs> you know, like the, a wash. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you grade things, maybe yeah. fairly honestly. But, you know, on, on any of the social media, you see people who want to say something when they have something to say. So general session this year was either the best general session we've ever done and it's amazing or we should just get new jobs. Right. <laughs> but so how do you process it? Because I, that is important information, but yeah. it's not – 
accurate nor is it actionable per se, unless you're getting something that's all leaning one way and not the other. No, it was pretty mixed. But for me, it kind of reinforces the need to really think about gathering and who's gathering and how they gather. Okay. So a lot of the SolidWorks true diehards are upset that our brand is being bigger and our portfolio is bigger. So what do we do for them when they show up to Mm -hmm. make them really still feel special? Mm-hmm. Um, the students and makers love the event, so we'll just keep okay. doing the same thing for them. Because it is, it is important to take into account the emotional attachment users have to Absolutely. the brand, which is great. But at the same time, we're not going to completely stop evolving no. our product just because no. Johnny64 from Milwaukee really liked the way it worked in 2008. Right. No, like, that's absolutely. not feasible. But so. that's why I think you look at everybody who's coming to mm-hmm. the event. How, who, who is all coming? It's longtime SolidWorks users. Do we do create an event experience for them? It's executives are more part of it. Do we do something special for them? Um, you know, students love it. So maybe what we are doing for students is perfect and we don't yep. change that. So it's kind of looking at a few audiences. I don't think we're going to do something for everybody that makes everybody always happy. Mm-hmm. But are there ways to kind of change the experience to make some people more happy. And you get a temperature check. You, oh, can, you get an idea of, yeah. okay, generally this appears to be working or generally this doesn't appear to be sure. working. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we're just about out of time, but I want to thank you so much for coming in. Sure, no Again, problem. being on the side of the camera with us. This is a, a total change a of pace. Treat. for the Yeah, three. this is really fun. <laughs> this is yeah. fun. Always happy to talk about it. But appreciate your insight. Thanks so much. And we'll uh, look forward to working together soon. Great. Thank you. That does it for another episode of Pivot Points. Thanks so much for joining us.